Well, hello, hello. In today's episode, we're going to talk about plateaus. This is a very common topic that comes up in weight loss journeys because plateaus are totally normal, part of the process. They're going to happen. However, in all my years of coaching, having worked with thousands of women, I can tell you that more women think that they're in a plateau than are actually in a plateau. Like plateaus aren't actually as common as you might think. In fact, this is just my lived experience, but this is always really funny to share this. So in my 100-pound weight loss journey, no joke, you guys, this is dead serious. In my whole 100-pound weight loss journey, I recalculated my macros twice, twice. That's it in a whole 100-pound weight loss journey. And everybody's going to have different experiences. I definitely had built muscle and things like that. So, you know, metabolic rates and things change depending on how much muscle mass you have and, and whatnot. But my point is definitely this. You do not need to be changing up your calories every month or every five pounds or whatever somebody might have made you believe in the past or just what you might think on your own. You absolutely don't need to be changing your calories that much. In fact, I've seen more women stall their progress because they're constantly doing that instead of sticking with the plan, trusting the process and keeping going. However, it can certainly be the case that you are truly in a plateau. So we're going to talk all things plateau in this episode, how to know if you're actually in one, what to do if you actually are. So let's get into today's show. What's up, you guys? You're listening to the podcast. It's all about balance with me, Hillary Downey. On this show, I'll teach you how to ditch fad dieting once and for all so you can quit gaining and losing the same weight over and over again, or get extreme diets that deprive you and don't work. With macro counting, you can learn how to lose weight eating the food you love. Pizza, cookies, and wine, it's all on the table. But we don't just talk about diet around here. We'll cover fitness, mindset, lifestyle habits, all of the important topics I had to address in my own 100-pound weight loss journey that you'll need to reach your goals as well. You deserve to look and feel your best, and I'm so excited to walk beside you and show you how. It's time to unlearn what you've been taught about weight loss and discover that it's truly all about balance. So let's go. So I want to start out by saying that plateau really, I mean, it kind of depends like definition wise to who you're talking to, you know, in terms of what somebody might consider a plateau and what you might think is a plateau might be totally different than what I think is a plateau. So let's first sort of define a plateau. To me, this for most women is just that the scale is not moving. And I say that really broadly because that's what most women think is they're like, well, the scale's not moving. But as you can tell, there's not really a lot of context around that. Like, well, how long has it not moved? And like, are there other ways that progress is happening? And what about like your habits? You know, are you being consistent? All these things. But in general, a plateau really just oftentimes what we think of is the scale is not moving. Now for me, my definition of a plateau in terms of coaching, teaching this um, to the women inside of our community and our programs, when I say that somebody has plateaued, it is that they have not seen any progress for three to four weeks. Now, I want to note that I did not say the scale, okay? The scale is 
one way to measure progress. And in fact, if you have been a BBH member before and you've done our programs, you already know that I'm going to tell you that you've got to go through this checklist to decide if you are truly in a plateau and if you need to change your calories and macros. And if you can't check all of the things off that I say, then you're not in a plateau and you just need to keep going. The first part to to talk about as we break this down is time frame. So a lot of times ladies will think that they're in a plateau and it's really only been like a week, maybe even two weeks. And that's just truly not enough time. I think we just have this idea that weight loss is more of this like instant gratification than it actually is. And the fact of the matter is, is your calorie deficit, it needs to accumulate over time. You've really got to put in some reps and some consistency for it to accumulate and come out as fat loss. It's kind of like I always just envision like you got to put this consistency in the oven and let it bake, marinate, whatever like visualization you want to have. And you're not going to really pull it out to check on it until you're at sort of that three week mark. Now, that doesn't mean you're ignoring your scale weight or your measurements or anything for the three weeks leading up to it, but you're not going to make any decisions or you're not going to start, you know, feeling flustered or wondering if you need to change things until you've really hit that three-week mark. And the reason why is you need enough data to tell you if it's working or not. And when it comes to macro counting specifically and fat loss, it's one of those things that you cannot know if your numbers are working until there's just been some time. So oftentimes, ladies, again, you just got to kind of break up with the mindset that like, because the scale hasn't changed in one week, you're in a plateau. Absolutely not. You got to give it a solid three weeks. Now, once you are at that three week mark, and you aren't seeing a difference in the scale, the next thing we've got to talk about is, well, are you seeing progress in other ways? How are your clothes fitting? Do they feel like they're starting to fit looser? Is your bloat down? Is your energy up? How about progress pictures? If you took a progress picture, which in our programs, we suggest you do, maybe it's time to take one at that three, four week mark. Let's see if any physical changes have been happening from a progress picture standpoint. Same thing with tape measurements. I cannot tell you guys enough that the scale is just one way to measure progress. And oftentimes there can be this exchange happening where you might be gaining muscle and you're losing body fat, or you might just have these body composition changes happening and you're leaning out, but the scale isn't exactly showing that just yet. However, That doesn't signal that you need to go and slash your calories and give up food because it's so important that you truly think about your metabolic health, your long-term health, and you don't just go slashing calories just because. So after we're kind of at that three-week, four-week mark, the next thing to really ask yourself is, okay, am I seeing progress in other ways? If you are, hold tight. Don't go getting rid of food just because the scale is not really changing. And the next thing to think about with this in terms of the scale is, well, is there progress happening on the scale? So I see women make this mistake 
all the time. They think that no progress is happening on the scale, but it's because they are not zooming out and looking at the data. So in our programs, we use a printable resource that's called our Balance Babe four-week progress tracker. And what you're doing essentially, and what you ladies can absolutely create for yourself is you are putting your scale weight down each day for four weeks. But at the end of each week, you're tallying it all up. So you're adding up all those scale weights and you're dividing it by the number of days that you weighed. So if you weighed all seven days, you are getting that number. And at the end of the week, that's your weekly average scale weight. This is quick math. You can literally pull up the calculator on your phone in the same amount of time it takes you to open your Facebook and you can do the quick math on this. Then you're writing that number down. The next week, same thing. And what you're looking at is from week to week, is that weekly average scale number coming down? Now, the reason that we don't just compare one week to the next is who knows what can happen in one week, right? You might be close to your cycle and the scale might be fluctuating up. You might have had more sodium, maybe some sickness that's causing some inflammation. We know that there are all kinds of fluctuations that happen on this scale and we can't just go off of one week of data compared to the next. This is why the three-week mark is truly like the minimum amount that you want to be looking at because you just need all the data. And one week might be fluctuating for some crazy reason, who even knows, who even cares, but we need to be able to see all the data from week to week. And we're not just making decisions like taking away food and calories based off of one week that isn't really giving us the full picture. So if you're comparing from week one to week two, and then week two to week three, and then week three to week four, and you're looking at it at the end of sort of week three and week four, what you want is for that weekly average scale weight to be coming down. For most women, it usually is. But most women aren't looking at their weekly average scale weight. They're looking at, well, what did I weigh yesterday and what do I weigh today? That's really not a good way to measure progress. I mean, that's two data points. And you might be up again for any reason. If you're not zooming out and looking at the whole picture, you don't have a true idea of the progress that is happening. You don't even need a chart to fill out to be able to see this kind of data. What you can also do is be plotting your daily scale weights into an app. I know like the Lose It app, you can plug it there if that's where you log your food. There's different apps like the Happy Scale app. Inside of our Balance by Hillary app, we have a weight track where you can plot your weight every single day. You can also upload a picture and you can keep notes and things so that you can kind of remember like if you were on your cycle and all these different things. And you can look at that graph and you can see your weight coming down over time from a visual. Because again, we get so caught up in like just looking at what the last number said instead of looking at the full picture. And that's why I love that graph inside of our app. And it also has a progress line based on your goal and the date that you set for it. So you can really see that you're kind of on track and moving in the right direction. This is amazing because it allows you to see that you are moving in the right direction and you can break up with spazzing out just because the scale might have popped up yesterday or today or it might be a little funky this week because again, who knows what reason the scale could be fluctuating up for you. You're a human and human bodies fluctuate. That's just 
a part of it. So if you have zoomed out and you're looking at your weekly average scale weight and it's not really changing and your measurements and things aren't really changing in terms of progress pictures, how your clothes are fitting, you're not seeing progress, your energy levels, like all the things are not looking better and you're not physically changing in the way that you want to be changing at the three and four week mark. The next thing to really look at is, well, am I being consistent? Now, if you have been seeing weight loss progress at the calorie amount that you've been eating, it's not suddenly going to quit working for you. Okay. Now, absolutely, you can have metabolic adaptations that happen as your body gets smaller. It does not need as many calories. So it certainly can be true that you need to adjust your calories down to match the body size that you're in now and the calorie needs that you need now. But a lot of times, ladies, will be eating a certain amount of calories, seeing the progress that they want, and then all of a sudden they'll think it stops working. When in reality, what we've seen so often is that you've just taken your foot off the gas pedal a little bit. And you don't even mean to. I promise. I know it's not that you mean to do this, but it's really easy to get comfortable and to stop being as diligent and using the tools and the skill set that was helping you see that progress. When progress was rolling, right, you've kind of let off a little bit. So the way that we see this is women get a little bit cocky because they're seeing the scale moving. They think like, oh, I've got this. I know what a portion of ranch dressing looks like. I know I can eyeball this. I can eyeball that. And then their progress comes to a screeching halt. When in reality, they don't quite have a grip on some of those things. And before they were diligently making sure that they were having the right portion of ranch, right? And now they're just sort of eyeballing it. And human error is what it is. Our eyeball does not track the same way that a measuring cup or a scale does. So you're actually consuming more calories and you're not even at that calorie amount that you think that you need to change you're actually over it. That can hands down be one of the number one reasons we see women not see results all of a sudden out of the blue and they think that it's a plateau when in reality they're not eating the right amount of calories that they were before. This also comes up in things like extra bites and tastes. So eating food off the kid's plate or taking lots of extra bites while you're cooking dinner or stress eating out of the bag. And again, thinking that those things don't count when in reality they do. So it's not that the calorie amount isn't working. It's that you're just not quite being as accurate and as diligent as you once were, and you're consuming more calories than you realize. Your old calorie amount, the one you've been doing, nothing wrong with it. It's totally fine. You just need to get back to being more diligent and not taking your foot off the gas for the things that were working. We haven't reached the goal yet, so we got to keep using the tools that are going to get us there. The next thing to look at with plateaus is kind of goes along with that. Are you being honest and accurate with your logging? So are you truly consistently hitting your protein goal? Are you logging 
everything, right? You know, or you're just logging five days out of the week, but then you're taking the weekends off and you're doing a lot of eating out, maybe eating more, you know, processed foods on the weekends and you're not really logging all of that stuff. We definitely see this be true where women will think that their macros aren't working for them, they've hit a plateau, when really they're just not being as consistent as they need to be in order to see results. So making sure that you truly are logging everything, weekends, every little bite, taste, all of those things that really count. And another thing that I would encourage you to do that a lot of women don't do is to look at your weekly average calories. So kind of like that scale weight and looking at the weekly average scale weight. Also on our four-week progress tracker, we have our ladies calculate their weekly average calories so they can look at, okay, week one, my weekly average scale weight was this, and this was also my weekly average calories. Literally the same exact process of the scale of adding up the calorie amount for each day and then dividing it by the seven days. What this will do is show you that weekly average calorie amount. And this is important if you are using a tool like calorie cycling. Oftentimes, again, we just think that we have a better grip and understanding of these kinds of things than we actually do. And we think like we can kind of skim and look at our calorie amount each day and be like, yeah, I'm doing, you know, within my calorie goals and everything should be moving fine. But when you really put pen to paper, you might see like, ooh, actually, I thought I kind of had this lower, higher day thing worked out with calorie cycling. But in reality, I was over my calorie amount, even if you're not calorie cycling. If you have days where you've gone over, look at that weekly average calorie amount. And is it, you know, the amount of calories that you're supposed to be eating? If it's higher, then that's probably a reason why you feel like you've plateaued and you're not seeing the progress that you were before. Now, if you can kind of check off all of those things and say, I'm good here, I'm good here, yep, I'm good there, then you might be in a plateau, especially if something has changed. And this is the next important thing to think about with this. You will set your calories based on the amount of activity, whether it be your daily activity or your exercise, and that amount of calories was appropriate for that amount of activity. I will say this is probably hands down as a coach, the number one thing that I see is somebody will start out exercising, you know, quite a bit, their calorie amount will match that activity level, they'll be seeing results. And then for whatever reason, maybe it's because their job situation changed, and now they're more sedentary, or their exercise changed because of an injury, maybe they can't do as much cardio or whatever it might be, they've had a fairly significant drop in their activity activity level, but they're still consuming the amount of calories that they should be for that higher activity level. So look at that kind of stuff. See if your activity level has changed. And if you are in a place where you can't get it back up, of course, you can always bring your calories down to match that. But if you are really looking to not have to get rid of food, I'm always team like, Let's not get rid of food if we don't have to. If you don't want to do that, then you can always kind of bump up that activity level and see if that doesn't get things going. This is a great way when you're in a plateau to sort of boost things and really get it going is to increase that activity level a little bit. This can even just be quick walks, getting more steps in, could be adding in cardio 
couple sessions a week or something. So definitely keep the activity level in mind when you're thinking about plateaus. Another way that you can think about your plateau and not having to get rid of calories is I like to use this one with clients who truly just might need a little bit of a diet reset. Changing up what you're eating. This is so funny. We've seen this so many times. A lot of times ladies will have a very automated diet. They're just kind of eating the same things over and over and over again. And what they'll do is they'll kind of swap some things, oftentimes getting rid of some of maybe their like more processed foods, like a processed breakfast sandwich and swapping it for something like a yogurt with fresh berries or switching to more of a lean, good protein at dinner with some fresh veggies and some, you know, good whole grains. Sometimes just like swapping out those foods that you've been eating a lot of and switching up your diet just a little bit, changing up the nutrition side of things and what you are eating, adding in more volume veggies, adding in more whole grains with fiber, more whole foods in general, cutting back a little bit some of the processed foods. This is what we refer to as sort of tweaking your diet. So once you've got the macro side down, you're hitting your calories, you can kind of continue to tweak your diet before you really optimize. So this is another thing to think about if you are wanting to keep the same calorie amount and not have to necessarily drop your calories before you do that anyways, thinking about your nutrition and how you can just sort of boost it and enhance it a little bit, switching things up, changing up some of the old, bringing in some new and see if that doesn't get things moving for you. Now, if you are truly in a plateau, maybe you've tried all these things, you're just ready to get the ball rolling, of course, absolutely, you can bring those calories down. I don't ever want anyone to be scared of adjusting their calories. I feel like I go through a million things first, and it's not because you want to stay stuck in a plateau. It's just that you want to make sure that you're checking all the other things first before you get to that. Because I love the saying, you don't need to fix like what's not broken. And oftentimes ladies will think it's broken. It's the calorie amount that's broken. When in reality, there's something else that's broken that could be fixed first that requires us to not have to slash calories and get rid of food, which is again, better metabolically long term if we're not just slashing calories and taking food away. Food is fuel. And if we can keep as much of it in your diet as possible while still seeing results, that's always going to be best practice. It's also important to do that because when you truly does come time to change your calories because you're at a plateau, you don't want to be at the bottom. You don't want to have to just like already bottomed out. I'm already low. And now all I can do is go even lower. So these are some things to think about. If you are ready to make a calorie adjustment, my suggestion is going to be take it slow, just drop those calories, slightly pull them back, give it maybe two weeks. And then if you need to bring them back even more, you can kind of repeat that process instead of jumping the gun, slashing a whole bunch of calories right out of the gate. 
make it a little bit of a slower process. Be okay with a little bit of patience with that and make sure that you are thinking about the long-term sustainability of your weight loss journey and not just the fastest way to get it all off. So hopefully this episode helped shed some light on this topic. If you guys enjoyed this episode, definitely leave me a review. I love reading your reviews and it helps other women find this podcast that might find this information helpful for them. I'll see you guys in the next episode. Bye. Thanks for hanging out with me today. I hope you enjoyed this episode of It's All About Balance. And if you did enjoy today's show, make sure that you're subscribed so that you never miss a new episode. If you have not already, please connect with me on social media. I absolutely love meeting you guys and getting to know you. I will drop the links to my social in the show notes as well as our website. And I will see you guys next time.